Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of We Believe to You, a paranormal podcast. Oh, I'm Michelle. And I'm Eric. <laughs> I was like, go ahead, Eric. What the hell? Um, I got my line. Uh, today we're doing a deep dive, guys. So th- this deep dive is going to be a little different than how we've been doing it. Uh, recently, I was listening to a podcast and uh, I was like, I was listening and, and one guy was like, giving all the info and everybody else was kind of just the other two were just reacting. And I was like, you know, this, this could, you know, this could work. So it doesn't sound so scripted. I don't know if it sounded scripted to you guys, but sometimes I know for sure for me anyway, it felt, felt that way a little bit maybe. And, uh, I was telling Michelle, Hey, maybe we should try it this way. And she goes, dude, when we started deep dives, this is, that's literally how I wanted to fucking do deep dives. (laughs) And I was like, really i was like i must have not understood when you were telling me because i'm an idiot so i apologize now let's try let's i guess let's try it this way so we're gonna give it a shot uh see what you guys think and uh apologize michelle i'm sorry (laughs) it's all good i mean yeah i just it just felt like you said for me it also felt scripted at times too and like i know we would try and like read each other's reports and like whatnot but it's i feel like we're still using words that each other like wouldn't actually or like ways of saying things and then so it was it was just weird but um yeah hopefully this is a little bit more natural and more just like I am telling you about a topic or vice versa, and then I get to just sit back and listen and, uh, yeah, get that info and react. Yeah, so this this month is uh, – so uh, if you guys don't know, the way we were doing it before was uh, at the beginning, I think Michelle was doing most of the research. I was doing one here and there. Then we started alternating months. And then, so now we're going to keep alternating months, but the month that we do the research, that's the month that you'll be hearing us or like that person. So this month you'll be hearing Michelle, next month you'll be hearing me and so on and so forth. Uh, But yeah, but before we get started on the deep dive, Michelle, I want to give you a little update because as I said, uh, if our episode was heard, we would get an update on... uh, you know the house, dad's house, and stuff like that. <clears throat> um, yeah. I like I I want to say that you mentioned a name, but I think you might have mentioned a name in the recording that we did with mom, which comes out next week. So I don't remember mm. exactly what name you said. Mm. I know you said you, you you thought it you felt like it started with a J. Well, so here's the thing, too. After, like, thinking about what he looked like, I feel like I was just describing Jay, that the first Jay that Mm. from, like, uh, you guys remember, like, the person that I was feeling and then Eric ended up feeling, I guess. Yeah. Um, Because I was like, I feel like that's almost what I had described before. Yeah. And, and yeah, I, I don't, well, yeah, I guess we'd have to like go back and listen or wait until mom's episode comes out to see if I did. I don't, I don't remember. And if I did and it starts with a J name, then I'm like, what's happening? <laughs> now I'm just like, well, well, then who is that? You know? And then at the time, at the time I did, I did think the same thing. I was like, I, I but I wasn't sure because like I said, you kind of described what, uh, like what I felt like I've seen before too, except with the, with that other J I did feel that he was younger than the man that, uh, that we, that I've seen at dad's, you know what I mean? Um, Gee, what uh, yeah. if the what, what if it's the same one? Dad's dad. Okay. Well, I'm, let okay oh, so sorry, let sorry, me sorry. let me let me get into it <laughs> jumping ahead okay not yes and no but I, okay. okay so uh i was at work and then uh ruth texted me that she said that she had heard the the podcast and that she forgot to uh that you forgot to mention oh that, yeah i did that the closet, the closet. door that that's by the entryway uh 
that is always closed open when she when you were when you went outside and you were doing the cleansing and then that it was it wasn't immediately after you opened the door it was like sometime after uh and that her and our dad were startled yeah um, i do i do remember that like walking back in and being like why they leave the door open but mm-hmm. i didn't really think twice about it and then later on is when ruth was like it just opened by itself and i was like oh but i didn't actually like see it or witness yeah. like it opening yeah so i mean i guess the reason why she like was also specifying that it didn't happen immediately after you opened the door was because since all the windows are open i guess the air pressure yeah. change or something and you know so i guess she was just just trying to clarify or, or you know that it didn't happen that she doesn't feel like that's what was the cause of it. Yeah. I mean, it could be, but um, usually that would have probably happened immediately. I feel like after you open like the door. You, like open it and just pops open like, yeah. or slam it shut. Like if it's like a, the <laughs> when dad's like, I'm coming to take your soul. I'm like, no, yeah, please yeah. don't say that. Yeah. Like that. <laughs> uh, apparently she looked in the closet. I'm assuming that closet and that she found uh, the dad, her dad's stuff from the, from his funeral like mm-hmm. the sign-in ledger and the oh. prayer cards, and that she had uh, she had been looking for them but couldn't remember where the, she oh. had placed them. And she said, "May." Uh, and then she said, "And maybe it's nothing, but the description of the man you mentioned sounds a lot like my dad." She said he would wear white shirts, white t-shirts, and tidy whities only. <laughs> Unless he was going out somewhere, he would put on an outer sh- uh, put an outer shirt on. But around the house, only his white t-shirts. Um, I mean, I don't know if she means that he walked around his house in his tidy whities and white t-shirts. Yeah. But I mean, Probably. even if he did, like, dude, I walk around in my underwear. That's vibe. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, if I'm not having anybody coming over and I don't got to go out there to you, like, outside, like, I'm comfortable as shit in my house. Like, I don't <laughs> give a shit about anybody. Bare minimum. Well, especially my, in the valley, it's always like hot and humid. Yeah. And I just want the least possible clothes on my body. <laughs> yeah. My wife's always like, because uh, we have like window, we have curtains, but they're like those, they're not, oh, the I guess they're kind of sheer curtains. curtains. Yeah. yeah. She's like, get away from the window. The neighbors are going to see. Like, I don't give a <laughs> shit. If they're looking in my house, that's on them. Like, I'm not butt, uh, buck ass naked. Yeah. And, you know, it's like, it, it's not like I wear tidy whities or like little bikini uh, yeah. underwear. I'm wearing, yeah. you know, boxer briefs. It's like it's close enough to a European like speedo Swimsuit. shorts or like you know. <laughs> yeah. Nowadays, dudes wear those super tight short trunks. So yeah, it's the same shit. That's how, I'm at the beach in my house. Um. So yeah, so when he would leave the house, he would put on uh, a t-shirt uh, and pants, I'm assuming. <laughs> uh, she said that he never was without sandals and he shuffled when he walked. And she said that he didn't look his age. He got gray hair very late in his years. Uh, he started getting not hunched, but his shoulders kind of came forward as he got sicker. And he was fair skinned, but uh, liked to be outdoors a lot. So he had sun, he sunburned easily and he would get red and then he would tan and kind of like that happens to me too. Like I'll get like super red and then I'll get like super tan whenever, wherever I was like burned, mm-hmm. especially during marching band season. Dude. Oh God. We're yeah. so yeah. Tan. Yeah. Like I, I remember coming back to school and people like being, dude, where were you? I'm like, yeah, seriously. band practice, bro. What the fuck do you mean? It's like, oh, like what tropical place? It's and then you show them your farmer's tan. Like, no, yeah. there's no, it's <laughs> no tropical place. And then I, I never, I never rolled up my sleeves or wore like cutoffs. Like I just yeah. wore, you know, regular sleeves. So like I always had the worst farmer's tan. Dude, you know how shitty it was to have gone through my first like summer of summer band and then have my quinceanera like fucking major goddamn like farmer's tan. It was all white <laughs> up top, and then it just like cut straight, and then. Yeah, I mean, at least yours didn't go down like mid bicep. I mean, it was basically anyway pretty bad. Um, and then he she said, if you looked at his skin where oh, it was not exposed to the sun, he was very pale, and uh, she she also mentioned that she had meant to set up the altar after that uh, they had passed, which was the same year for both grandma and, and her father. 
And then I asked, what's her dad's name? His name. Do you want to guess? I don't know. Juan. Jesus. Jesus. Yeah. So it it was with a J, but like I said, I don't remember what you said in the next episode. I'm pretty sure you said it. I just don't remember what you said. Uh, I think, I don't know if you said Juan. I or know. I don't, I don't know, know if you I mentioned even... Jesus. I, I don't think you said Jesus, but I think, I you, think did, so you did mention a J. And again, I went back to the previous one, but I was like, well, maybe she's getting the same vibe from from this person. I don't think it's the same person, but because it didn't feel like the same person to me. Like this guy definitely felt older than that J mm-hmm. um, to me. Yeah, I'm trying to think back about originally like what I, I've said about the original J, I guess, but I don't, I can't remember right now Mm -hmm. as far as age. Yeah. Yeah. And then I asked her if they've noticed anything or felt any difference in the house. And she says, I haven't noticed anything, but I've been too busy to notice. And she, but she did say that the bread spread hasn't been slept on or touched since you left. So I guess it's like, you know, the what spread, the bed spread. Oh, so either, It's not either that means it's not made up or it's, you know, I, 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 I didn't think about I didn't think to ask until right now that that I don't know if she means that it's not made up since you left or it's not like it hasn't been like if she made it up, it's not been, you disturbed. know, yeah, disturbed. But yeah, I don't I'm know sure if she'll mentioned... text me yeah, right. <laughs> when After it comes out tomorrow. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know if you. I'm sure we did mention it, but just in case if this is the first time you're hearing it. Yeah, the apparently the the bed sheets in what was our grandmother's room at her dad's house would kind of like get disheveled. Not probably not like super crazy, like sheets pulled um all the way down or anything, but it'd be made up and then it would be kind of like disturbed. if somebody sat in it or yeah. you know. And like yes, they have a dog, but the dog is not able to get up onto the bed. So that's like and nobody really goes into that room. So that's why it's um, it's weird that it's happening. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I guess you could say, oh, well, maybe she pulled the sheets from the bottom, but she doesn't really, she doesn't do that. Yeah. Like it's not something that she does, like where she goes and like tugs on the sheets or anything. So especially yeah. like if, if no one, like she'll go into the room, but she'll either go under the bed or go towards the window. Like she, if you're not, no, I guess she would. She could if she if you were not in the room, she'd probably get on the bed. But there's no way for her. They don't. I don't think they have stairs to get up to that bed. Mm. Like for her, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, no. So there's no, no reason why sure. they there should be like anything like on top. Yeah. No, I, I don't think so. Or at least from the last time I was there, there's nothing. There's nothing there. Even the. What do you call the? Like little bench that's at the foot of the mm. your bed. Yeah, no, she can't jump. Yeah, she's that's still too high. Yeah. So yeah, she's a little chubby, guys. That's why she can't get up there. She's a little fluffy. <laughs> yes. Just in case you're wondering, well, it's, it's a dog. Like the dog can jump. Like my chihuahua jumps on top of my high ass bed. She's a little fluffy. Well, yeah. Thanks for that for that update, uh, Eric, and then Ruth for for sharing that. Yeah, I had completely forgotten about the closet door opening up but i think it just wasn't as like um i don't know it wasn't at the front honestly i was gonna say it wasn't at the front of my mind and that's why i forgot to say it but i also just completely forgot to even mention or like said it in passing of like hearing dad walking towards me so Mm -hmm. um because i guess it didn't happen to you directly like you you were outside exactly I guess we should probably get into what this actual deep dive is. Um, Let's do it. Thank you for that update. So, yeah, as Eric said early in the episode, um, this month was my month to do the report or to pick the topic, basically. And uh, I was, like, debating, like, should I tell him what what I'm going to talk about? Should I not? And I was like, no, like, let's just keep it a surprise. And I knew that he would know what the creature is, but, like... Yeah. And oh, and that was the other thing that I asked him last week was, do you want alien? Do you want ghost? Do you want cryptid? He went with cryptid. Uh, and Dude, I completely forgot that I had gone with cryptid. So when you were like, <laughs> so when you were like, oh, it's a surprise. I was like, 
okay i have no idea because you also told me oh i think you like you kind of know what it is i'm like oh okay and then i just completely forgot that i had said cryptid yeah yeah yeah. i told him i was like you, you know it's what it's gonna be but um yeah and then so it's supposed to be a surprise up until like this very moment but he decided to open the report and he saw what it was he wasn't supposed to do that so he ruined the surprise it's a bad but habit I can, guys <laughs> i can well, surprise you guys huh yeah no i was gonna say well, i guess it's a good habit but it's a habit i'm gonna have to break if yes, you're trying to surprise yes. me because i i'm probably gonna always run the stuff by you just because i don't want to do something that like <laughs> is not gonna be good so i'll okay. probably always run it by you but i know you're gonna come up with good shit so like if you want to surprise me next time i won't open the report next time oh, okay okay i'll think about it i like the element of the surprise but like also doesn't have to be but okay. yeah we'll see all right uh so the surprise the cryptid is a chupacabra or chupacabras with an s how do you get how do you say it eric chupacabra chupacabra and then if yeah. it was like more than one it, you put the chupacabras. s okay well i guess yeah. is it chupacabras i guess the proper i don't know because <laughs> apparently it used to be chupacabras with an s mm-hmm. um and then i don't know somewhere along <clears> the <throat> the line of its existence it, they dropped the s and it was chupacabra yeah. well that, that that that's another like weird thing because like i feel like la llorona i heard about since i was like little little mm-hmm. but like the chupacabra like i or chupacabras i always felt like i didn't hear about that until like i mean i was still young but <clears throat> like i'm talking there's a reason for that okay all right, but we'll get like into yeah, it like you. Well, I mean, we can talk about it a little bit. Like yeah, you didn't. Hear I feel about like I didn't hear about later. it until like late, late uh, elementary school, maybe early middle school. That, but definitely that for sure, like definitely like late late uh, elementary. So like mid to late nineties. Yeah, it would have been. See, I was in kinder in ninety. I think ninety four, ninety five, eight. 9, 10, 12. Yeah, I think I was like in kinder, like maybe in like 94. So 94, 95, 96, 94, 95, 96, 97. Yeah, like 97, 98, somewhere around there. Maybe. Yeah. No, I mean, that's that's pretty much spot on. There's there's definitely a reason why um, it's a newer cryptid, I guess, or newer in our lore a Hispanic lore, I guess. Um, but yeah, so the, the Chupacabra, like I said, now I'm going to be super self-conscious about <laughs> how I say yeah, Chupacabra. I, I never thought about it until you asked now. And then, so that's why I was like Chupacabra. And then I was like Chupacabras. And then, yeah, so now I'm going to be thinking about it too. Yeah. Um, and well, if you guys don't know what that translates to, uh, it, it's Spanish for like Chupar to suck and then cabras goats so it's a goat sucker. goat sucker yeah um and the the name comes from like the fact that it sucks the blood of animals and that's that's how they live they're essentially just vampires but specifically like goats chickens um cows like livestock and stuff like that dude, dude. i remember when when i first heard about this I remember being terrified of like encountering one. I'm like, when are you gonna fucking encounter one, you kid? Like you you don't even it's live next happen. to goats. Yeah. But I was <laughs> oh. fucking terrified of it happening. Uh, or seeing funny. one. I was like, no, 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 I don't wanna see it. Well, like, and dude, it's you like, don't live anywhere near livestock. <laughs> and it wouldn't even like come like, after well, me. Yeah, exactly. Like you're not a goat or a chicken. The the person who actually came up with the name Chupacabras was um I'm gonna say it with an S. That's what came out that felt natural. <laughs> um, <laughs> was a Puerto Rican comedian named Silverio Perez, uh, and he came up with the name in 1995, wh- where this actually all kind of mm. really blows up. So that's why when you're like, yeah, I think I heard about it in like elementary, like yes, because it was 80s and 90s, but um. Yeah, he he used that that term when he was describing all the attacks that had been happening in in San Juan um, on a radio station, or he was a radio DJ. 
Uh, so let's talk about like the first sighting. And I know I literally just said that it was mostly like 80s and 90s, but there were a, a series of killings in 1975, uh, killings of livestock, sorry, in Mocha, Puerto Rico, Puerto Rico, maybe I should mm. just say it, American, <laughs> mm. Puerto Rico. Um, and they gave it the name of like El Vampiro de Mocha, which is the vampire of Mocha. Um, initially it was suspected that the killings were committed by a satanic cult. And this was like five years before the satanic panic. Um, if you don't know what the satanic panic is, it's like everything bad that was happening was blamed on like satanic Satan. cults. Yeah. Um, so there is like were, now. <laughs> I, well, it very much still continues to this day, but, um, uh, it was like peak in, in like eighties, nineties. Um, so later, more more killings were reported around the island, and many of the farms reported, you know, losses of of animal life. And each of the animals, though, that had been killed, had supposedly been bled dry, and um, they had like a series of circular incisions. So I mean, yeah, like it looks like a freaking vampire bite. But the difference, though, is it wasn't just like two little. Uh, pricks punctures. or like punctures there you go thank you it was three so that was hmm. odd and not like what you would typically think i guess of you know a vampire dog or sorry a vampire goat sucking kind of thing but um and and i will say too a lot of these animals were never tested um or examined so it was never really confirmed whether they were actually completely drained of blood. It was just maybe there wasn't a whole lot of blood. Mm. Um, but anyway, so. The other thing, too, is like, if, did they find like pooling around the animal? Because, I mean, if depending on where you're punctured, you could probably like you spill out a lot of blood. Yeah. And how deep the puncture is and stuff. I, I mean, there's literally thousands of <sighs> animals that were reported. So. Mm hmm. I don't know. You'd have to like go through each one, like find the pictures and whatnot. Um, I mean, I'm sure some of the stuff is probably exaggerated or looked over, glossed over kind of thing. Like I said, none of the, or from what I read, what I could find, none of these were actually fully examined by like a coroner kind of thing to see if it actually was drained of blood. Uh, and supposedly around this time, you know, in 1975, People or locals would supposedly hear loud screeches and wings flapping around the time of, you know, these murders or like these animals dying. And um, after two months of these super mysterious murders, all of a sudden it just stopped. Like no more sightings, no more deaths until like about 20 years later. Because he moved to Mexico, baby. No, he's still in Puerto Rico. Uh. Ah, uh, Puerto Rico. So that was like, sightings that they had seen but it wasn't like officially ever reported until later um but the first actual reported one where people like it was newsworthy i guess um happened in 1995 and there were eight sheep that were discovered dead and they had the three puncture wounds on the chest and they were reportedly again completely drained of blood and a few months later in august we finally have our first eyewitness of the Chupacabra and her name was Madeline Tolentino. And she reported seeing the creature a Puerto Rican town of Canovanas, where as many as 150 farm animals and pets were reported killed. Um, and she actually has the most common description of the Chupacabra. Like her, her description is what, most people kind of have in their head of what it looks like um, but there are a few different variations but I, I'm actually wondering what how you envision it or what, what you think it looks like what do you have in your head for it um the it's like this little hunched over creature that's like this mm -hmm. and uh, I don't remember I think it has wings and it's got like this little round head and these fangs. Let's see. Are you thinking of this picture? Wait, I don't know if you can see. Hold on. Yeah, kind of, sort of. 
That one. Okay. Because yeah. that's the and and I'll post these guys too on on, on Instagram. Um, I don't think it had the little spikies, but definitely that like eye shape and kind of yeah. like this little yeah. Okay. Yeah. That I feel like that's kind of my idea of what it looked like until other reports came out of where it it looks slightly different and I'll talk Mm -hmm. talk about that a little bit later but um yeah so the most common description is is hers and it so on august of 1995 uh 31 year old madeline tolentino uh lived in canovanas and she was looking out her window and she saw a man blocking her driveway and she was like the fuck so she's kind of just like keeping an eye on this guy hoping that he doesn't um block the driveway and she won't be able to get out and stuff and then she sees that his eyes just like go wide and he's like backs up and just like takes off and he leaves and she's like the fuck happened you know like what is he looking at and then she sees it um she describes it as four feet tall it's got a round head uh, slitted nostrils and webbed toes and it stood uh, she said it stood on two legs I, I you know there are some people that claim that it stands on four and again that's just a different description but um so she said it was standing on two legs it had red quills running behind its like back and mm-hmm. that it was covered in dark fur and she also noticed that there were pink and purple black spots that look like like burns like just you know sometimes the skin will be all pink and like with purple char kind of thing Mm -hmm. so she looked closer at it and she noticed that it also had like these gross bulging gray eyes um and then she was like oh wait it's looking at me and it's like Uh. rearing up to like attack her basically so she makes herself really big uh, like you would for a bear and just goes at it and and that works. It actually takes off running. Um, yeah, because he was like, bitch, I don't want you. You're not a goat. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so obviously because they're making such a ruckus, like she's running at this thing and like, yelling and screaming, uh, her neighbors start to come out and they start you know, hearing the commotion. And uh, a boy hears like their cries for help and actually starts running after it. Um, I guess he sees it and like takes off too. And he it into the woods tackles it and like grabs it by the face and notices like those razor sharp teeth but again like what we've been talking about it doesn't attack because he's not a goat or a chicken or you know livestock i guess um Mm -hmm. and it actually breaks free from his grip and then just takes off running and supposedly he said it ran so fast that it's it looks like its feet were like not even touching the ground madeline she she didn't want anyone to know about what had just happened so she's like oh let's just like keep a low profile and like not talk about it i mean they had made such a huge commotion that well everybody heard and so there is reports being made and whatnot and and in the newspaper and once that happened then there is a lot more sightings and there is a lot more you know chickens and goats and and stuff farmers that were losing their their animals so they really want neighbors like mine yeah. Into everything. Yeah, exactly. So, um, yeah, they they wanted something to be done because they were essentially losing money, right, with all these animals dying. But but nothing nothing would get done, even though all these reports were were happening. And some health experts and zoologists that quote unquote looked into it were throwing out these bogus theories that it was a pack of monkeys that had escaped mm. from a research facility. And that's what was killing everything, which, I mean, I guess I can kind of see monkeys, but like genetically mutated. Like, what the hell? Uh, and the, the government thing, doing crazy shit. Dude. I mean, that's what they do. But and that that is actually kind of a. A theory there is there is a little bit of a, a what seems like a cover up or. Um, oh, my God, what is the word? conspiracy theory conspiracy yeah sorry it's a conspiracy theory about it um but yes but the weird thing about you know where these these animals were were showing up is that you you could never find footprints or like fur from any other kind of animal so like that would be like all right yeah cool a coyote killed it or a dog killed it or whatever but there was no footprints so it's like so then what the hell is killing these animals it just added to the mystery and and like what the hell is happening 
Uh, after her sighting goes public, more people start coming forward with sightings and having experiences of their own. Uh, a college student actually said that he found he found one dismembering a goat on his family's farm. Um, and he said that, and this is where like the description's a little bit different. He said that it was like three to four feet tall with skin like a dinosaur. Which I'm like, how do you fully know what a dinosaur's skin looks like? Um, and it had bright red eyes instead of the gray eyes. And it was like, they were huge, like the size of uh, eggs is what he said. Um, and it had long fangs and multicolored spikes. So not just like the red spikes, this one was different colors. So not quite like Madeline's, some similarities though. And so it was like, okay, well maybe one just got a better look at it than the other. Uh, I'll be honest, if I saw something like that, I don't think I would stick around long enough to fully like take in what it looks like, I guess. Uh, out of fear of being eaten myself. Um, and this, uh, uh, as time went on, some of the reports of these sightings got a little out of hand. Uh, uh, another family had reported that they, uh, that a Chupacabras took their five-year-old daughter and then brought her back with a higher IQ. Aliens. I know. That's what... That's what I was thinking. So it's like, are you sure? I mean, and that is a theory that Chupacabras is actually an alien. Another common description or like other sightings uh, described this Chupacabra as like a strange breed of wild dog, which this is also kind of how I have heard of it or I guess envisioned it. And it's uh, mostly hairless and it's uh, has like a super pronounced spinal ridge usually how has pronounced eye sockets and fangs and claws and um but unlike you know your traditional predators the chupacabras actually well drains the animal of blood and some of the organs as well um and then yeah it's just got those the three punctures yeah the three punctures and it it's like in the shape of a downward pointing triangle i don't know if i did that i feel like i did that when I was describing it, but I didn't actually say that it's like a upside down triangle. But yeah, this is what it looks like. Uh, it was funny, um, you know. A lot of a lot of these farmers and people were super pissed off that no nothing was being done. They were losing livestock and whatnot. Uh, and I guess the mayor was running for re-election, and he's like, "I am going to go hunt this chupacabra, and I'm going to kill it for you guys. Vote for me." Um, so his name was Jose Soto, and he claimed he was he was the mayor of the uh, Canovanas, and he, you know, said he was gonna hunt the chupacabra, and in, uh, he went to the forest where remember that boy like chased him into the forest and like grabbed his head and all that yeah. stuff. Um, so it's the same forest. It's actually called the El Junki El Junki, uh. And it's this forest have, I mean, I had never heard of it. Have you ever heard of it by any chance? No. So it has a whole bunch of like legends and mysteries and lore. Uh, it's believed that like gods live there. And a lot of the time people will actually go and do like animal sacrifices for like Santeria and whatnot. And um, there's actually a lot of like cryptid and alien UFO sightings that happen in these forests. So it's like kind of fitting. Um but so he he takes this huge group of men to the forest with guns and they take a uh, uh, a goat in a cage as bait. So he brings his crew. They got the goat. This guy they go he's inside. Helsing. Yeah. <laughs> um, and they they see this like huge bright flash of light and everyone freaks the fuck out and just starts shooting at like all over, like shooting blindly because they're scared. How um, many killed themselves? I there's no reports that anyone got killed, but it was not the way that the the mayor wanted that to go down. I think he obviously was like, not even like, oh, for your all safety, it was a you're gonna scare the chupacabras. Like that's what he was concerned about. But yeah, so they just created chaos and just started shooting everywhere. Uh, they s- supposedly scared it, so they you know packed up basically and we're like we'll try again later um and i will say like props to him because he did actually keep hunting (laughs) and i say that with quotes 
the Super Gaura even after he got reelected. So it worked, guys. He got he got voted in again. No, you see um, what actually happened was this motherfucker started putting like getting people to pay taxes so that he to to fund these expeditions. And what he was actually doing was fucking pocketing all that cash and getting rich off these people, saying he was going hunting for chupacabras, but actually he was going hunting for other things and for funsies. Yeah, probably. I wouldn't be surprised. That is not a, an actual theory, guys, or that's not actually what happened. That's just, or that's my theory as to a possibility of what could have happened. <laughs> not saying, and I'm not saying that he didn't go hunting for the chupacabra. He might have. Yeah. I'm just saying, you know, based on our knowledge of governments, the this is probably a, a possibility. I wouldn't be surprised. Oh, actually, another funny story that I forgot to mention about uh, this forest is that there was one time in the 70s where a bunch of teenagers had gone camping in the forest. Uh, and they said that they saw this, like, skinny humanoid slash, like, animal hybrid being and it had claws for hands and orange eyes and um it was like a weird thing they're like okay well it's gone now whatever went to sleep and then hours later they woke up 12 miles away from where they were originally camping out in a baseball field a baseball field and they had no idea how they had gotten there so, so definitely aliens yeah if that wasn't chupacabra that they saw it was at least an alien like i said there were other um alien and ufo sightings reported in that forest too so i kind of want to look up this forest a little bit more but next deep dive yeah right so he he you know never really let this go like i said he he kept hunting the chupacabra and he actually went on the show christina oh yeah remember yeah okay so i don't know (laughs) i feel like if you're hispanic mexican probably maybe not seen the whole show but like at least know who she is she's essentially the oprah of like latin america i feel like is that pretty accurate or kind of yeah kind of i mean she had a talk show she would interview people it was oprah-esque i feel like um and and it's funny because like i mean my i always like i uh anytime i saw like any kind of spanish latin like spanish tv or hispanic tv or whatever um i always just assumed these people were mexican but like don francisco did not know that guy was port i think he was puerto rican christina was also i think puerto rican uh i could be wrong let me just double check real quick. okay because <laughs> i don't want to say oh they're puerto rican <clears throat> i know for sure they weren't mexican mm-hmm. uh but since I, what I knew, oh, he's he's from Chile. Don Francisco is Chilean, and uh, I think Cristina was she was oh Cuban. See, fuck that up. So she was Cuban. Don Francisco Don Francisco was Chilean. Although I thought I th- I thought he was well. Anyway, regardless, I always thought these people were Mexican because like it was like oh well they're speaking Spanish. Uh, you know my you know. Uh, anybody that I knew that spoke Spanish, it was always Mexican. So I, I saw these people and I always thought, yeah. and I guess I couldn't really pick up on the accent, but I mean, I'm sure if I was old, a little bit older, I would have realized, but yeah. anyway, yeah, just a you little know, fun, fun fact. Well, I mean, I, I think that a lot of people probably w- would agree with you in the sense that like not even realizing that they're like Puerto Rican or like from different countries, because I mean, a lot of people and not only just like Latin America, but you know, in the United States and, and whatnot, uh, that were Latin, I guess, uh, watched her and watched this show and watched this specific episode where this mayor goes on and talks about how he's hunting the chupacabra. And he, I think he, he even got like a, a zoologist who, who also, or a veterinarian, I believe, who also was like, no, like this thing is real. Like these sightings have happened and like this is, you know, so crazy. And by the end of the episode, Christina was like, you know, I was a skeptic. I didn't believe it. I always made fun of it. But now after hearing, you know, you guys, I believe it now. And it just like spread like wildflower, wildflower, wildfire. (laughs) And uh, obviously shortly after that episode aired, 
then more people started reporting sightings. Like, so still in Puerto Rico, in Argentina, Bolivia, Brazil, Chile, Colombia, the Dominican Republic, El Salvador, uh, Honduras, Mexico, Nicaragua, Panama, Peru, and then, of course, the United States. So is this also, excuse me, was this also in 95 or was this later on? I don't know exactly the year. It was... I would assume 95 to 2000, like somewhere in that time. But I, I don't know. Uh, I, I didn't say exactly, I guess. No, the the only reason I'm asking is because uh, maybe this was, maybe that was around the time that I heard about it for the first time. It might have been 95 then. I mean, that's, I feel like that's when it, um, Again, there is sightings, but there is no like reported sightings that actually made headlines, basically. And and that that one in 1995 was the first one that actually, you know, came out in, in newspapers and was more widely known <clears throat> or got more attention. And then because it came out in the newspaper, then everyone is having sightings. And since now everyone is having sightings, that's when the mayor mayor gets and mayor Jesus gets involved and. Um, it kind of blows up. And then to go on a talk show again, like I said, like Christina, which essentially was like the Hispanic Oprah or Latin <laughs> Oprah, um, a lot of people saw it. Uh, and and like it's funny. Well, granted now that there have been sightings in like even in India and other countries like overseas and stuff. But um, I did find it funny that it was mostly just like Latin America. And that's why it's so ingrained in our culture now i feel like it's like a hispanic thing or like a latino thing i don't know um and and yeah i I mean like you said you were so terrified of it i i really do think that it was partially like a boogeyman you know just like la llorona was yeah uh, essentially a boogeyman but it was it was a not a wife's tale um jesus cautionary tale it was basically cautionary tale so that kids could not do things that they were supposed to be like oh if you go out at night or if you do this a chupacabra is gonna get you or something kind of thing this is a boogeyman um but anyway uh so all these reports start happening like i said all over in these different countries um and there is even a i i feel like this is this one is pretty well known uh, but the, the farmer who supposedly found the body and you know, to send, sorry, he found a body on his farm and he sent it to go get studied. Um, and then it turns out it was just a dog with mange. Mm. Um, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. So that's kind of like, oh, okay, the Chupacabra didn't exist. Like it was just a dog with mange. And that's kind of nowadays pretty much like any Chupacabra sighting, quote unquote, it's mm-hmm. usually like a, a dog or a coyote dog. or a raccoon, something with mange, an animal with mange. And if you've seen, animals with like severe mange like yeah i can <laughs> i can see that looking you know kind of um alien like i guess uh but but here's the thing though he claimed that the body that he gave them was not the body that he got back so he believes that it was like some sort of government cover up um that they you know didn't want them to didn't want, I guess, civilians to know about. So they just like switched out the body. So like, yeah, sorry, it's just a dog, like whatever. And he's like, no, this doesn't like, he said that the, the gums were pinker. It was like furrier and it had different other, you know, little things that Jesus, that weren't quite the same as what he had given them basically. Uh, what he got back was furrier and with pinker gums. Yeah. Oh, okay. Like, yeah, it just wasn't, it was similar, I guess, but not not the same is what he claims. Um, so there's actually a lady named uh, Phyllis Canyon, <laughs> a.k.a. the Chupacabra lady. Uh, and she became famous because she found also supposedly a Chupacabra on her on her land. Um, but I was I was reading this this article. Uh, it's from Victoria Advocate, 
And it says, uh, when when Phyllis Canyon returned Thursday from a trip to South America, the woman nicknamed the Chupacabra Lady was shocked to find hundreds of missed calls and emails. While Canyon was away, two Chupacabra-like animals were spotted in Hood County, and everyone wanted to know what the nutrition expert by day, uh, Chupacabra enthusiast by night, thought of the latest sightings. Canyon gained notoriety in 2007 when a chupacabra-like animal died near her ranch near uh, Cuero. Since then, Canyon has tested the animal's DNA at five different universities and discovered that the animal is a hybrid coyote on its uh, maternal side and Mexican wolf on the paternal side. Um, Canyon Say that res- again? That the, the animal that she found was a coyote-Mexican wolf hybrid. And so it was, uh, the mom was a coyote, but the dad was the Mexican wolf. Uh, Not necessarily Chupacabra, but uh, she received international attention for her bizarre discovery. And she just enjoys discussions uh, she has with some of the nation's most intellectual scientists. Um, She gets an average of 100 calls a month and probably 150 emails. And people want to know the latest and they send her pictures asking like, what, like, is this a chupacabra? Like, what do you think this is? Despite all of the inquiries, Canyon hadn't seen photos or video of the chupacabra-like creature until Sunday night. After seeing a link to a news story, Canyon confirmed the creature looked like the one she found and ultimately mounted. (laughs) That's actually kind of cool. I kind of want to see that. Um, Sure, she was... Oh. Sure wish I knew if it was male or female, she said, adding that she'd like to see its paw print to compare to the one that she found. Kenyon said she always asked people if their chupacabra find has the two characteristics that stumped scientists when it came to her creature. Normal canines have four nipples on each side, Kenyon said. Hers only had two on each side and no mammary glands, right? Yeah, no mm-hmm. mammary glands. Kenyon's find also had unexplainable pouches on each side of its tail which yeah um which she opened up to reveal pink looking meat uh okay like it's like stuffing i don't know anyway it's stuffing meat in its tail for later i don't don't know if it's that or if it's like I would just think it's like two maybe like cuts or something and it's mm-hmm. just like the, but I don't I don't know. Anyway, yeah. That that was her quote that it was pink looking meat. She said, "Oh my gosh, it's bizarre," she said, still referring to her chupacabra. "I don't think any have been as bizarre as the one I've found." So after, you know, finding that and getting a whole bunch of notoriety, now she has become the chupacabra lady. So, you know, now to kind of talk about the debunking. Obviously, we we mentioned that the uh, one of them was just a coyote with mange or a dog with mange, and nine times out of ten, that's usually what it is. Uh, but there is a five year investigation done by Benjamin Radford, and he documented it all in in his book uh, in two thousand eleven called Tracking the Chupacabra, and it concluded that the or he basically said that the description given by the original eyewitness in Puerto Rico, uh, Madeline Tolentino, was based on the creature Sill in the 1995 science fiction horror film Species. Have you seen it? No, I'm about to look it up. Okay, I'm going to look it up too. I can see like the spikes and the claws, I guess. But yeah, oh, so I, again, I'll also I'll make sure to add uh, this creature or this character from... Uh, species but basically she almost has like a pointy she looks like a reptilian robot alien (laughs) thing um but she's got this like pointy cone head uh very reptilian alien face uh she's got like the spikes down her back but she has a very womanly body i'll just say that uh but anyway, so that's that's what this uh, Benjamin Radford concluded that she had uh, basically just seen the movie and put that image on this chupacabras. Um, and yeah, he said that the alien creature cell is nearly identical to Dolentino's chupacabra eyewitness account, and she had seen the movie before her report. So 
Uh, he says, it was a creature that looked like the chupacabra with spines on its back and all. The resemblance to the chupacabra was really impressive, he, Tolentino reported. So Redford revealed that Tolentino believed that the creature and the events she saw and species were happening in reality in, in Puerto Rico at the time. And therefore concludes that the most important chupacabra description cannot be trusted. Uh, and again, this is just this guy's opinion, right? It's, but I don't know if he did a whole five year long <laughs> uh, investigation. Maybe he does know better. Uh, so then he believes it seriously undermines the credibility of the chupacabra as a real animal. Um in addition, the reports of the blood sucking by the chupacabra were never confirmed by necropsy. Necropsy, but uh, the only way to conclude that the animals were totally drained of blood was is to be looked at, you know, like this. Dr. David Morales, who's a, a Puerto Rican veterinarian with the Department of Agriculture, analyzed over 300 reported victims of the chupacabra and found that they had not been blood dry. So. I lied. There is that. But again, there were like thousands of reports. So there just has to be just one that's unexplained to make it weird. Anyway, Radford divided the Chupacabra reports into two categories. Uh, the reports from Puerto Rico and then Latin America, where animals were attacked and uh, supposed that their, their blood was totally drained. And the reports in the United States of mammals, mostly dogs and coyotes with mange that people call chupacabra due to their unusual appearances. So I almost feel like the two of like the, the dog with like dinosaur reptilian like skin. And then there is the Puerto Rican one where it was like with the spikes and the, you know, claws and all that stuff. In late October of 2010, University of Michigan biologist Barry O'Connor uh, concluded that all the chupacabra reports in the United States were simply coyotes infected with the parasite, severe mange, and the symptoms would explain most of the features of the chupacabra, and they would be left with little to no fur, thickened like reptilian-like or dinosaur-like skin, and uh, disgusting smell. Uh, O'Connor also theorized that the attacks on the goats occurred because these animals are greatly weakened, so they're going to have a hard time hunting. So they may be forced into attacking livestock because it's easier than running around for rabbit or deer, which, I mean, makes sense. Although several witnesses came to the conclusion that the attacks could not be the work of dogs or coyotes because they had not eaten the victim, the conclusion is incorrect. Both dogs and coyotes can kill and not consume the prey, either because they're um, inexperienced, <laughs> like they just don't know how to, or you know, due to like injury or difficulty killing the prey. So they can uh, severely attack and then, or severely be attacked and then just like die afterwards from internal bleeding or uh, circulatory shock. But the presence of the two holes in the neck corresponding with the canine teeth are to be expected since. I mean, they, they're two canines. It's, it looks mm -hmm. like the, but then it's like, okay, but then what about the ones with the three triangular marks? So it's like, yeah, okay, I can see how some of these, but I feel like you're not explaining all of them basically or reasons for all of them. Yeah. I mean, and then there's reports of like stray Mexican hairless dogs. I mean, there's even, there's actually, what is it? Cholos Yes. Yeah. Um, there's like a, I don't know, famous one on Instagram named Chupacabras. And it was like, okay, if I ever had one, his name would totally be Chupacabras. It has to. Dude, but yeah, so. Dogs are really, I mean, some of them are kind of ugly, but you, they, there are some that are like very gorgeous looking. Well, they look like Anubis. Like they have that like pointy, like sharp head, like features. It's they really are cool. guides for the dead in the oh, afterlife. Really? Yes, I believe so. Like those dogs? Yeah, the dogs. Oh, okay. oh, that's cool. Like in, like Mexican. And, yeah. Uh, lore, I guess, or whatever. That's pretty cool. I didn't know that. I, and and I I know that there are also theories that it is some sort of alien creature that. Um, oh, sorry. Oh, it's because I was looking up the, the cholo, um, but. Among the ancient Aztecs of central uh, Mexico, Cholotl, the god of death, was depicted as a canine-headed monster. He in turn oh. lent his name. Hold on. 
It's because I didn't uh, click on it. Now it's taking forever to load. Yeah. Uh, he lent his name to the Cholotzcuintle, a uh, dark-colored, elegant dog that was often hairless, it pronounced, um, uh, or just known when you've been beaten and used the shorthand Cholo instead. Um, I don't know. Anyway, uh, their indigenous dog was said to have been created by Cholotzcuintle uh, from a silver, a sliver of the bone of life from which all humanity sprang, which gives the celestial province. It's not surprising that the Cholosquintle had several high-profile roles in Aztec society, the most critical of which was leading the dead to Mictlan, Mictlan or the underworld. Hmm. So, yeah. I mean, cool. basically Anubis, because yeah. I Sounds think that's like what Anubis did. No, he, like, I don't think he, I think he, like, I forgot. Just guided them? I don't know either. Yeah, it's. I know it's, it has something to do with with death as well. Now do you know a little bit more about the Chupacabras and why does it make sense now? Why you, it's fairly new and you hadn't heard about it until like elementary ish. Yes. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I guess it, I. I don't know. I guess my memory of it is later, but I guess it could have been like first grade, kindergarten. Like I said, I think I was in kinder in ninety four, so first grade would have been ninety five. So it might have been around that time. Maybe my my personal memory of it or where like I guess started spreading amongst like school and stuff like that was it might have been like a couple years after. Uh, but yeah, because I, I also feel like I, I, I could be wrong, but I don't know if did did X-Files have a, an episode. Yeah, they did. They did, right? Yeah. Season four, episode 11. It came out in January 12th, 1997. Yeah, because I feel like I remember the episode. 97? Yeah. Hmm. Deadly rain in a migrant worker's camp points Mulder and Scully to the trail of a mythical beast. Yeah. That's funny. So maybe that's why I'm thinking 97 also. Like, because I, Six. yeah, like 97, 98. Yeah, I definitely, I like, I can, I feel like I can remember one part of the episode where, and it might be that image that I have in my head of like what a chupacabra is, but like, I remember, I feel like I remember them running up on it and it's like sucking the blood of, I'm assuming, a. I don't know, but because I don't remember if it was attacking people in that episode. It, it was, and I'm looking at it right now. I think, I mean, I assume this is it or this is them but they're like humans i don't know if you can see Mm, no i i guess i don't remember that me either that part yeah i don't know so there's there's no answers obviously there's still (laughs) there's still reported sightings uh the one that was in amarillo texas uh that came out recently that one that looks like crash bandicoot uh that one was supposedly a chupacabra Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The one, the the zoo. In the zoo, that Marilla Zoo, and in, in the with the fence along the fence, and then there was actually one recently that they're like, "What is that?" And they're like, "Is that a chupacabra or another creature?" This happened recently. Now I got to try and find it because I probably should have said that, <laughs> considering we're doing a a chupacabra deep dive, but. Uh, oh, so here. Okay. It's the, I guess the original post is captured on camera, a mystery animal lurking in the Rio Grande Valley. We're search- scratching our heads trying to identify the elusive creature. Is it a new species, an escapee from the nearby zoo, or just a park ranger in disguise? Regardless, it's thrilling to see such an incredible animal in its natural habitat. We'll keep you updated as we continue to investigate this mi- mystery. Have you ever captured a mysterious animal? Like, share in the comments or whatever. Um, and then they're like, edit. Wow, this photo has gotten a lot of attention. We agree with most of the comments that this is very likely an American badger, not to be confused with a honey badger that lives in Africa and Asia, as it's rumored to not care very much. <laughs> um, to, ca- to clarify, this photo was taken by a park visitor, and we do not have an exact location of where this photo was taken, except that it is indeed the Rio Grande Valley. While American badgers are not commonly seen in the valley, partly due to their nocturnal behavior, this is part of their natural range. 
Um, so yeah, it was like a trail cam photo. Like I said, I will upload this one too. Um, but yeah, it's, I mean, it's that, this one actually, the other one that looks like Crash Bandicoot, that one's kind of weird. Yeah. Uh, but this, this one very much like you can tell that it's, it's an animal or, well, now we know an American badger. Uh, but yeah, I thought that was kind of like appropriate because of course people are already like Chupacabra, but it's, it's not. And the fact that it was in, in the Valley, I thought it was, yeah. was pretty cool. And so you can imagine my excitement when my favorite podcast of all time was like, yeah. And in the Rio Grande Valley, it just made me happy. Oh, there is a new movie. Have you seen <laughs> that? It's going to come out. It's called Chupacabra. No, but it's, it's, but it's not like, I mean, I think maybe it's like slightly scary. It looks like a kid's movie. I mean, there, there, and I will say there are other movies, like actual, like scary movies, like one in 2005 uh, called Chupacabra, Dark Seas, and Chupacabra versus the Alamo, <laughs> which. Oh, yeah, 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 that, yeah, yeah. That sounds like fun. Uh, but no, this one, this one is uh, going to be coming out. On I don't think it has come out. Um, but yeah, it's called Chupa. Yeah. Um, and it's like this little kid. Cute little um, dog. Yeah, it's like a dog-winged creature, um, and it's like very protective of his little kid human. And I think they're trying to find its parents or something along those lines. So it's it's very cute. It's not. I don't think anything really scary. Um, it is out. Came out April seventh. Oh, okay, okay. So you can on go Netflix. watch that. But it is a very different chupacabra than <laughs> what we spoke about today. I think. I mean, I don't know. Maybe it still sucks the blood of goats, but. Um, this yeah, one this looks one's... like a dog got, has fur and, and wings. Yeah. So, but yeah, that is the Chupacabra. Interesting. Complete. I know we had all also been talking about doing this for a while, so it was cool that you you did this work. And I'm sure there's, I mean, there is sightings all the way like in India too, but I didn't want to Damn. just go I didn't know off. it was all the way out there. Yeah, well, that's that's why it was like, it made sense like in Southern Latin America and like, you know, all that, all that, but then like mm-hmm. to then have it overseas too, um, was, was kind of weird, but I don't know, maybe it's some other type but I of, mean, but then wouldn't that like, cause it was in Spain too. People were reporting it in Spain. So it's like, well, but that's what I'm saying. Wouldn't that then make it more credible that it's not just in Latin America? I don't know. You would think, but I don't think, I feel like, again, unless it's this whole conspiracy cover-up, government cover-up, like, I don't, I almost feel like they're, they've, like, closed the book on this and we're like, it's not real. It's a dog with mange. That's it. Like, I don't want to hear anything else. But, um, yeah, I don't know. I, I would have to also research what some of these other uh, sightings in India and stuff yeah. I mean, I'm not saying I believe that the Chupacabras is real, but I also feel like a lot of people have closed the books on a lot of things. It's true. So, yeah. yeah. We just need Chupacabra hunters to keep going out there like Bigfoot <laughs> hunters go all the time and never get much evidence, but they're still out there. They're still out there. Yeah. Um, um. I don't know, but for some reason, I believe a Bigfoot more than I do Chupacabra. Yeah. <laughs> but this still, and yeah, okay, maybe most of the sightings are like dogs or raccoons or coyotes with mange. Um, but then, I don't know, I guess that's the, it's like cattle, cattle mutilations mm-hmm. and stuff. Like, okay, maybe it's not a Chupacabra, but maybe it is some sort of like cattle mutilation where it's like, is it aliens? Like, what is it? What is, um, those three puncture wounds. I don't know. It sounds odd. Yeah. And, and it's like I said, it's just weird because like Bigfoot, I think I've, I feel like I've known about, like I knew about Bigfoot, but then again, like just thinking about it when you're a kid, you don't ha- really have a good sense of time. Yeah. You know what I mean? So like yeah. for me, what could have felt like, Oh man, like I knew about Bigfoot and then I didn't know about Chupacabras like until years later. It's like a year. It literally could have been like a year. Yeah. You know what I mean? For sure. Because, I mean, I definitely know that the first time I, like, at least 
like saw like a what a video of a of a Bigfoot was that one famous video. Yeah. Of it like walking, it kind of turns and mm-hmm. keeps walking. Um, which I think has also been debunked. Um, no. It's I don't know. It's like people have like claimed to have been the person in the suit or that they are the ones who have made the suit, but they have like debunked the debunkers too or like those claims, so it's still kind of up in the air as to like what it actually is and the thing that makes it so weird is that you can see like the actual muscles like contracting and like moving as it walks and supposedly um it was actually female because it has pendulous breasts that sway back and forth as it walks so it was like details like that that to to be fair i have pendulous breasts that sway back and forth (laughs) as i walk so uh well uh, yeah i don't know cannot confirm or deny but they they yeah it was a claim that there were parts that can't be like made in a costume like just just the way the move the muscles would like contract and like move as it was walking like how do usually if it's like a gorilla suit it's just there like nothing you can't make the muscles look like they're contracting and stuff and that was what was so compelling, I guess. Well, good deep dive. Loved it. Thanks, thanks. Next time, don't peek so you're even more surprised. I got you. But did you did you learn things about the Chupacabra that you didn't know before? Yeah, I didn't know it started in Puerto Rico. Like, I thought it started in Mexico. Yeah. Like, I feel like the dog thing, too. Like, I, I feel like I probably knew about that description, but... I feel like the the image that I always have in my head is more that like alien like looking mm-hmm. creature. You know what I mean? Yeah, um, yeah. I, I know. I don't. I can't remember where I heard it or what, but it was like a, a theory that it was essentially like alien aliens like dogs, basically, like mm-hmm. are equivalent to a dog. And they're like, oh, you need to go feed. Uh, I'm just gonna drop you here. Like, go kill some livestock, <laughs> drink their blood, and we'll beam you back up or some shit. Yeah, um, but yeah, it's like that's fun. I don't know if I believe it, but it's fun to think <laughs> to imagine. Okay, guys, if you guys would like to contact us, check out our website at webelievedyou.com. dot com. Do you have a Chupacabra the- story? Share it with us. Yes, please do. On the website, there's a tab where you can find all our social media. So make sure you go like, follow, and share on Facebook or Instagram. There's also a listen tab where you can listen listen to the show directly on our website or click the link to your favorite podcast listening site, such as Spotify and Apple Podcasts. You can also give us a five-star rating on Apple, which helps, helps us move up the ranks so more people can find us. And if you leave a review, we will read that here on the show. If you want any of our merch, feel free to check out our merch tab where you can find a variety of designs on t-shirts, caps, and hoodies designed by Michelle herself. There's also a donate button if you really want to help us out. And finally, if y'all want to reach want to reach us besides DMing us on social media, you can click on the contact us tab where you can write in, write in telling us that you want to be interviewed. We can keep you anonymous and only share the information that you want. You can also send in your stories for our stories of high strangeness. And if you send them in in Spanish, we can translate those for you as well. You can also send in any topics that you may want us to read or do a deep dive on. So that's another way to get your topics in for deep dives so don't be shy guys share your stories with us because we believe do you do you